Talk Recorded live. All right, all right. This is your boy Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. I'm live. This is something politics. Talk radio. Oh man, it's a good night tonight. A lot of things going on tonight. Oh man, I just trying to get this uh, periscope on on the map. Excuse me, everybody. I got to get this camera turned around. Hold on just a moment. It's something politics. Our guest tonight is my boy Top Dog from the Death Row. I don't know if he's on the line yet or what, you know. You know not yet. Huh? Not yet? He's not on yet? Not yet. All right, all right. Uh, just, I wanted to speak on what's been going on, you know, out here. A lot of stuff going on. You feel me? So we have to just get adjusted. I lost a couple of people this 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 these last week. You know what I'm saying? Kind of sad. Uh, been a lot of murders going on at this prison in CIW up in Corona. You know what I mean? A lot of stuff been going on. A lot of things that's been going on. Having my folks back, you know, killed up and uh, murdered up in Chicago. Uh, I want to give rest in peace up to him. You know, Sammy, give it up to him. You know, you just can't be sitting out early morning and night, you know, nowhere in the car, nowhere. You know, it's just dangerous out here, you know. There's a dude who really won't and it's will and don't, you know. So just be very careful on how you hang out, who you hang out with. You feel me? You have to use that first instinct that God gave you. You have to use those six senses. I say six, because it's always an extra. Gave you five, but it's always a six, you know. It's kind of like, um, seeing with your ears and hearing with your eyes. You feel me? Like I said, it's p25sdale.com. This is Trumpkin Politics. This is Renzo Elvis Murphy. Tonight we're supposed to have Top Dog. He's up in Mississippi right now, so I guess it's like about, uh, what, 10.30 up there, 9.30, two hours ahead, three hours ahead. And you got the Midwest, South. Mississippi is the South. Out there. This is P25Sale.com. This is Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This actually, you can get the app on your phone. Um, live 24 hour radio station, worldwide distribution. You know what I mean? I think going on. You know what I mean? You get worldwide distribution. You can play your music on there 24 7. You don't care if it's country, rock. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just we play all you know types of music: rock and roll, blues, funk, R&B, jazz. Play around out there, messing up. Jordan Mills playing what's going on with the PC Five family. Yeah, well, welcome everybody. Welcome. Uh, Zoa, your phone is really uh, got bad reception. We can't hear you very well. Can you hear me uh, now? Uh, yeah, you need to stay a little clearer or, or in a you know good area. Uh, you do have a caller. Is your caller guest calling in from California? Or he's coming from back east, right? No, he's calling from Mississippi. He might have a um, L.A. phone. He's from California, so you know how they do it. Online right now. Let's see who's online. Go ahead. Hi, it's Michelle. I'm just listening. Okay, Michelle. Thanks for calling in. Well, you haven't called in. Can you hear me now clearly? Yeah, it's still a little, just a little muffled, but it's a little better than it was. 
Okay, I mean, I'm on this, um, sorry to say right now, I'm on this government phone. But, you know, to do the job. It's a good phone. I like it. So, um, yeah, like I was saying, there's a lot of good, you know, things going on out here. Um, this, this, this election that's going on, I mean, it's like it's really crucial now. You know what I mean? It's really crucial. And, I mean, I just want to know what the people think out there about that. Who's really, who are you going to vote for? Do you think the two that's supposed to be running for president, or do you think they're really capable of being president of the United States of America? After a great job, what Obama has done, I mean, really, he has. He has changed uh, economics in America. Uh, I mean, I know for sure that um, Obama care works because I know a young man who um, had a bad heart, heart went out, and within 30 days, he ended up with a heart. You know what I mean? So uh, Obamacare do work. I don't know if the world knew about that, but he got somebody out of Compton a heart off of Obamacare. Arousing, what do you think about something like that, something that powerful that you just want to something like that? What do you think about that? Obamacare was able to get a, uh, uh, I mean, anybody that needed a heart, but it's just a point of a person that I know personally received a heart off of um, Obamacare. What do you think about something like that? Well, you know, that's that's awesome. I mean, if if, if an individual can get a life saving, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, organ to save their life, and you know, it's only because of Obamacare or because of that fact, man. I mean, I, it's, it's it's something you know, awesome. It's, mir- it's miracle, really. And uh, so many people, you know. You want to take advantage of that. You hear the, there's the good, there's the bad. What they say, good, bad, and ugly, but I don't see nothing bad about it. I, all I see is positivity when it came to Obamacare. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I appreciate that response. Um, I don't know what that noise is. That a, you know, around where yeah. I was at, you got the. Uh, yeah. Yeah, your little phone, I think the little phone. I did knock it through the window. Yeah, your, your phone has uh, got you. At, at a bad receptive receptive area, I think, um, because you're not coming over loud and clear. Okay, this is not. A, it's I'm not a Christian. I'm going to call on my other phone. Yep, go ahead. We'll go ahead and hold on for you. All right, okay. Yeah, we're at uh, T25CL Galaxy Talk Radio here at Compton Politics. Lorenzo Elvis Murphy is going to try and get on a clear phone. He said he's on that government phone, but hey, you know, it's always some time when you're in the area. Michelle, you're still there, right? <laughs> okay. Well, people are listening. That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, so many things are going on. Uh, we're just trying to uh, get things back up and rolling here. Um, of course, we always have something great to say about T25CL, uh, what's going on with our company as a whole. I wanted to say yes, I'm listening. I'm sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Um, but uh, we're just talking about T25C on our company. Uh, got great things going on um, so far as our uh, um, radio shows. We got radio shows Monday through Friday. Of course, Monday starting out with uh, Lorenzo's uh, show on Monday with the Compton Politics. And then, of course, on uh, Tuesday nights, we have uh, Barbara McGee with Straight Talk from the Higher Brush with her co-host, Rodney Best. 
And then, of course, my show is on Wednesday at Roz's Corner. Going to have a great uh, guest on, uh, Cynthia L. Hardy. Uh, she's a great actress, performer, singer. She does a one-woman show in which she received an award from, from the NAACP for her one-woman show uh, impersonating or, or um, doing the show of Billie Holiday. So it's, it's going to be a great show on, on tomorrow, I mean on Wednesday, rather, I'm sorry. And then, of course, on um, um, Thursday, we have uh, Dr. Nanana Kwaku and Corey Jeffries with Soul Vibrations. And then, of course, uh, wrapping it up on Friday, we have our girl Sandra Keys with Keys to the Kingdom. All right, Zoe, you back on track, my brother? Yes, I am. How do I sound right now? Much better. Thousand times better. <laughs> all right now, all right. I'm sorry for the partiness with the voice. You know what I mean. Using that government phone, it might be eavesdropping. I'm thinking. I thank God I'm off that phone. You know, they from. See, everybody think it's an Obama phone, but really it's a Bush phone. See, Bush the one that signed for these phones, but everybody think Obama signed for them. Obama just was the one that gave it to us. You feel what I'm saying? But they came from the Bush family because they always wanted to keep an eye on everybody. You feel me? Uh-huh. And that's what they're doing. So all these guys walking around with these government phones, and they're on the corner with these booths, and they just thinking they're getting something for free. Anything for free, it's got to be a Kiss 22 to it. But, no, I don't call it a – I don't know. You know what? I don't even call it a Kiss 22. I call it a 51, 5150 fake. Uh-oh. You feel what I'm saying? Because you've got to be crazy. you got to be the one the 51. The other one's got to be the 50. Because they got sense enough to fool you to make you think that you just got a free phone for nothing. That's why you call it 51. That's why you call it 5150. We do have the Chief on the line, too, it looks like. Hey, Chief, what's going on, man? Hey, brother Zoe, how you doing, man? Oh, I man, I'm just sitting there. Yeah, man, yeah, I don't, you know, I've been waiting on these guests, man, for two, three weeks, man. No, I'm just playing. But, you know, you just got to keep it going, you know, just come from politics. Mm-hmm. There's always news to talk about. That's what I like about this. You know, yeah, yeah, politics. yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to leave my sister out there hanging all by herself, so just going to let her spit at me for a minute or so till you came back on the block. I know it's too early for me to be on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, you to the galaxy, sometimes you got to come early to get ready for the next trip. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just coming in for a landing, brother. Okay, okay. So how you been? You been all right otherwise? Oh, I'm cool. I'm cool. Little little problems right there with my with my lungs, but I'm all right if I sound. But you know, it ain't the problems, man. It's not the problems. You know, you got to get get to the age to be able to deal with it. That's all. Yeah. See, I'm trying to get to where you at, really. Once yeah. I get there, I know I made it. Yeah, for sure. Oh, man. Well, brother, come on and hop on my little spaceship here, brother. Man, I'm trying to get on there. I want a round trip ticket though. <laughs> you want to come back right of course I want to come experience the ride and come back and tell about it you know what I mean uh, yeah 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 it's so good it's so we're going to lay prayers out there for you you know we're going to lay prayers out there for you though, on that though on the real and that's all we need to do is just believe just have that one faith of a mustard seed and everything else is going to work itself really to be, to be honest with you well, let me ask you guys the infamous question. If, if, if the sister Mary, is she still on? Or is she hanging up? Michelle? That's Michelle. Michelle. Is she hanging up? Oh, she's gone. No, no, she's, no, she's still on the line. No, no she's still on the I'm line. Here. I'm here. 
All right, Sister Michelle, we're still waiting on your CD, your request for your CD, so that offer is still out there anytime you want it, all right? Okay, I haven't forgotten. All right, let let me start some mess here. I've been asking this question, and whenever I get an audience, I ask this question over the past week or so. Because this is Compton Politics. There you go, there you go. This new root situation. As a matter of fact, I want you guys to elaborate on roots, the new roots, and also there's just been an advent of uh, these uh, slave movies that's been coming on. And um, I just wanted to ask, I, I ask everybody who is in ear distance this question. Is there something behind this? Are they trying to send out a message? And uh, what do you think about the, the new Roots episode? And is and is are they really trying to relate something? Are they trying to plant some seeds, or, or are they just trying to feel guilty for their past transgressions? And and they're asking for forgiveness, and they're saying, "Hey, we know we did this. Please forgive us. Please, please, please. Can we go into the gates of heaven with you?" So, uh, which one is? It? Well, you know what? I'm going to let our guests talk on that first, and I do want to respond to that, and I'm really going to go there. You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, Michelle. Can you please answer what you feel? Well, I watched it, and I actually, once I watched it, I realized that I had forgotten a lot about the movie. It made me angry the way they were using that whip. I didn't like that I would turn from that. But overall, overall, I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was Mm. really sad. And a lot of times you live your life and you forget about the struggle. And I think I've been just living. And I realized that we've been through a lot as black people. And a lot of it was really sad, the fear that those people had. That can never uh, subside to this day. But I just thought overall it was a sad movie, but... I enjoyed watching it, unfortunately. I told my kids I enjoyed it. I really did. I, even at work, they were asking. I said the same thing. After watching the movie, I, a lot of it I forgot about it, but at the end of the day, it was something I enjoyed. And that's sad. Well, you know, it's not really sad. It's just the truth because this mm-hmm. is what I I mean, I didn't see it, but I can imagine. I mean, I even heard Snoop on the talking about why they bring him back to old slave days and don't watch that old stuff they bring, you know. But right now, um, it's an answer to what's going on with the government. The government has been a census count. I'm just saying, listen to KJLH Radio. The government, the government has did a census count in the um, – Actually, know how to do the AIDS count, and they can come back and I was reporting how we had a big, the highest STD in the county, and we had an STD throughout the nation. We had the biggest heart problems. We have high blood pressure. Where this report now, and, this, and I hear it every day, where governmental uh, research and, uh, and and our census count that we are the healthiest, we're living longer, uh, we're the most dominant in business. And we're spending the most money, and we're getting along and creating the things that's happening. I mean, this is a report. They even mentioned how on how uh, uh, it's been bad for us and how we always say they mentioned that first. Because when they first mentioned I want to turn from the radio station. They say, oh, no, now we are leading the way. So 
I'm looking at it as things are changing, and they're going to always know what time to bring something in our face to try to throw us off, which we do need to be reminded because a lot of people are out here killing each other. We are out here killing each other. I mean, it's just terrible. You know what I'm saying? But it's the more, but the more percentage of doing good is more better than the worse. Because, like, the gang uh, confession area in L.A., on the map, it's only 5%. It's only 5% rare. That includes the Bloods and the Crips and the, the Serrano. It's only 5% gang. But the things that they do and the way the news put it out there, they make it act like it's happening on every street corner near you to have you scared or frantic. You feel what I'm saying? So and in a way, like the people that I do, that's why I started something called uh, uh, um, Empowering People of Color. Because I'm not just only running to African Americans in my community that want to really do better and do good. I run into other people from other nationalities that's on the same mission, and it's not even about color with them. This is about doing something positive. We are the only ones I feel, and it is other races that say we're doing it for color, but there's a lot of people out there that's like on the streets and really working hard doing it because. You know what I'm saying? Come from out of town to come here to be successful. They be successful. It's not they want to be Hollywood. They just want to be successful and doing great things. So and then, then you've got to understand that having these kids are great, great grandkids of these slave masters. But now whatever these slave masters have done in history, they trying to, like somebody just said, are they paying us back? Are they, like, saying, are we sorry? Hell yes. Some of them, are, I don't care if it's 10% of them. That's, that's more than none. And there's enough of them out there that want to give back. When somebody, a black man gets shot, they'll be the first ones on the front line. Go on Crenshaw and see who's laying out there in the middle of the street. Go downtown to City Hall who's building up uh, freaking tree houses at the City Hall. There ain't no black people for who they fighting for. So we got to be more uh, 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 open and, and, and pro- proactive because we got to be able to choose the ones that's really for us. Because some of our own will cut our throats. We'll take our own stuff. We'll sit there and watch your statue and stuff. Sit there at home. Yeah, man, eat your steak and all that stuff. We'll barbecue with you. Go buy the food with you. And it's gone in the morning. I'm not saying about anybody to do that. But we have to be careful what we say. We've got to make sure we don't go to Nike to go get no Kodak film. So that's what we've got to be careful about. So I just think... It was a delight in something to wake people up. If it woke, I feel this, and I'll be finished. I feel if it woke people up to say, why are they showing us this? Because what conscious mind are you on? What level are you on? Do you see what's really going on? Hey, our era of a black president is over. That man did that. His hair was black when he went in. Guess what? His hair is grayer than Bernie Sanders. So do you think Bernie Sanders can handle eight more years? No, because they'll wear them out because it's already been a plan. It was a, that was another plan. That's like a Woody Lynch ladder, but we're looking at it as something negative. That's something positive. We need to take that around with that torch. Oh, they still thinking about us? Good looking out. Thanks for reminding us. And that's why we got T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, because it's going to bring out the history on what's going on and waking up the people to let them know on what's really going on out here. And that's what they talk about in the Congo. That T25 and Country Politics and all the other shows is going to be able to tell the world the new world news. 
that they don't know, that they don't get. And that's why I'm saying it's just great news to talk about. I'm glad you brought it up. And that's just what I feel about it. Come from politics. Come politics. Well, mm-hmm. you know, well, go ahead, Andre. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, um, what I'm what I'm what I'm seeing, um, and the parts that I saw, because you know when I first saw Root, when I first saw the first Root, uh, man, you talk about somebody being mad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the thing of it is, the thing of it is, um, when Alex Haley put this together, um, um. You know, it, it, it was just, you know, he, he was just, it was just something that he was just trying to, you know, find out, you know, his lineage. And he found out all these things that have taken place and he found, you know, how everything transpired. Now, the thing of it is with Route 2. Wow. This white man, this white man who's, um, who's doing the, who's the, the producer of the show. And, of course, you have, of course, you have LeVar Burton who's uh, assisting you know, and a few others assisting with the production of this show. But when you talk about are they just making a movie for entertainment or, or like you said, Snoop said, well, I didn't bring them back, a, you know, another slave movie. Well, the thing is we need to continue to let our, our children and the next generation know what's been going on. That's what I'm saying. We need to know our history. Even though it hurts like hell, of course, it's going to hurt like hell because we need to continue to tell the truth. Because um, the, the, the production of the show now gives the true, uh, the true um, um, establish, establishment of that city, <clears throat> the city that Alex Haley had um, um, brought forth. He, it would seem like it was just a little small little, little you know, village. But this was a huge city of 10,000 people or more. And this young man, of course, you know, I uh, forgot what he said about, you know, his history, but he was a prince. But the thing of it is, it, it brought out true history of who these people really were, royalty, horsemen. They were, they were great horsemen. They were, um, oh, so much that was there within that city. The, the economy of the city is a great city. Um, and so when you think about the, 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 the history that's being brought forth now, it gives us even that much of a vivid picture of what really took place because there were some black folks selling black folks, okay? Of, of course. course. And so when you see all this transpiring, not only are you getting mad at the white man, you're getting mad at these black folks that, what's, what's your problem? What's your, you know, you, you got to bring it to the hood. What's your problem? Why are you selling your brother? Why are you selling your father? Why are you, why are you selling your niece, your nephew, your, your sister? Why are you selling? Because of a, for money, profit, you know? So you, you think about all those things that transpire. So what I'm seeing is um, they're delving even that much deeper into the history of what has transpired. You know, and so that's my take. And I, I, I want to see, I want to see some more. I know they're going to show it again, but I think the series is over because they just start with something else, barbarians or whatever. Um, but the thing of it is, it's just rich history, and you know, there we're being even that much more enlightened because I don't care how old we get, we're learning something new every day. We are learning something new every day about ourselves, 
about our history, about our lineage. And we need to continue to bring that forth to our children. They need to understand. You know what? Uh, other nationalities need to know this as well. You know what? And you know what? The world, the other world, the other people in other countries, they want to see that. They want that. See, the people in America um, don't understand that people in other countries worship a black man that stands before itself in America, that have a job, that take care of a family. They, they call you a king. They call you a king just because of you out there in the community doing the best work you can with no dineros. You feel me? Getting somebody to feed the homeless. And once they find you to feed 500 to 1,000 people, they, I mean, to them, that's, that's royalty work. You know, but out here, it's a downside. But, you know, it just goes all the way back to shows that we have to understand that life repeats itself. We have to understand that. Life repeats itself. Life turns over and over and over. Every 10 years, something's coming back, the same thing. You'd be like, dang, don't I, I remember that. That's deja vu. But like you said, I didn't see the second one. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I can imagine what it looked like. I can imagine it must have been, um, had to be, a, like, a, like you said, a, a second part because it was a different. Alex Haley did it about his family. This guy came back and actually did it about the town. So it probably showed even more deeper stuff than even worse stuff than the first one. Well, it wasn't more. It wasn't about the town because they stuck with the same storyline. They stuck with the same storyline. Chicken George, Kizzy, you know everything. They stuck. They stuck with the the storyline. Nothing of that changed. What changed was the actual true town itself. It wasn't a little village. It was a town of more than ten thousand people. And it shows the, the, the richness of the people that live there. And so it's showing that the lineage of was taken. So it even showed how Chicken George, you know, how he got his name, Chicken George, because he was uh, a cockfighter. And he knew how to bring the, 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 the chicken, and, and he, always, he always won. So the slave, the slave masters always gave Chicken George, because Chicken George, um, the first Chicken George, I don't believe that he was portrayed as the son of the white man or the son of the master because he was dark. He, that was Ben Vereen. He was dark. But now this chicken, George, that they put in Roots 2, he was a high yellow, uh, 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 a, a beautiful boy with the g- good hair, and the master was his son, and, and Kizzy was, you know, his his mama. So... It was showing well, Chicken how... George's father was white, too. Oh. Okay. Alex Haley did depict that. It was, if you remember, Chuck Connors played that part. Oh, okay. All right. My mistake. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. But but even even so, with that, it showed him even more so as being the high yellow, knowing that, hey, you know what, uh, black folks coming from, from Africa, we weren't high yellow. We were, you know, brown skin or dark. So, and then, and then also that the, the fact that the masters was, you know, laying with the sisters, with, you know, and and, and, and making these babies. And these babies, and, and then Chicken George was close to the master because, you know, he said, he told me, you know, you're my best friend. No, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't um, consider anybody else, you know, a, a, a good a friend as you are. And all the time he's talking to his son. So it's just delving even into that um, history of how the slave masters had their children 
that some of them they kept under their wing and Chicken George, of course, he you know had the had the cockfights and he was you know win won over over the nations, but still even uh, you know after it all when the when the cock lost you know and he got and his he sold his own son you know to the the Europeans and they took him all across back back across the lake you know and so it's just the richness of uh, of how they're portraying portraying everybody much more. Um, even with uh, Kizzy's son, you know, when he got big, you know, big old man dingo boy, you know, showing that as well. You know, it, it's just so much that was in there um, that you got to see it again. This is what a series that you have to see again because there's something that we missed. Mm-hmm. Um, something that we missed. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so how long how long was the film? Three hours or something? How long was each? No, four days. Four days. Four, four nights. Days, and it was two hours. It was three, what? Two or three hours? Because two they hours, were back to back. They were back yeah. to back. Yeah. Yep. They were back to back. I want to say that I thought it was the true meaning of revive because there was. It seemed like this movie portrayed the people with respect and the other one portrayed them as just slave and worthless the original but this movie to me was a little bit more respectful that's why I felt like I didn't I missed a lot I didn't remember a lot I I'm telling you Lorenzo you got to watch it (laughs) you got to yeah and the thing of it is also what I saw was that these slaves, these men, they weren't all that timid because they stood up. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, all, you know, uh, Kitty's boy, uh, I forgot her man's name, but uh, he stood up to, to, to the master and said, I'll buy her. I'll buy her from you. And he said, right. boy, you ain't got enough money to buy her for me. I'll give you $2,000 right now. He said, boy, you ain't got that much money. Yes, I do. So, so you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, you they, they they gave our our men that that um that character of even though they were slaves, some were still free, but they were still they still stuck by you know um, their women, and they were not afraid to stand up to the master. Nope. So so you said back in the so in the movie you say men they showed men standing up for their women. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so y'all as women right now today. So, right, y'all women as women as today. Do y'all have men that stand? So, what y'all done seen? Y'all saying y'all love this movie. Y'all say this and that. So, do y'all have? Do y'all know any men in y'all life that's like that today, or similar that like have capability of being like those guys that had those attitudes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That movie shows strong black men. I know plenty strong black positive men. Most right. of my friends are strong, married. Strong black men, strong black women. Kizzy was no joke. Okay, mm-hmm. she loved her son, and she and she, you know, she wasn't she wasn't taking no tea for the people because she said, you know, she was telling her son, man, don't you go there and don't go in there and try to because he wanted to go kill him, kill kill the master. What's the name? Oh God, I hate. But um, you know, and she said, no, you you can't do that. She says, because you are my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she was, from a mother's aspect, she was telling her son, 
you are my life. And I think that's another thing that made him strong as well. Not only seeing um, um, the other gentleman, um, I forgot his name, the one that died in the, in the, in the, in the carriage, um, but not only did they have strong-backed black men that were wow. the role models at that time, but they had the women as well. So, yeah, there, there's, yeah, even today, yes, today. But we need more because yeah. uh, there's too many of our young men going to hell in a handbasket right now. There's too many of our young men incarcerated right now. There's too many of our, there's too many of our young men who don't have, the, have their, their uh, fathers at home. There's too many single moms out there trying to raise a son. A woman cannot raise a son to be a man. No. I don't, yeah, yes, but, you know, and I, and I was talking about that. See, Father's Day, see, when Mother's Day just passed, and I always had to, I go through this every year now. And have you heard any man say Happy Mother's Day on Mother's Day? On Mother's Day, yeah. have you heard any man say Happy Mother's Day? Yeah, strangers. When I, when I go to the store, I don't even know these people. They just say Happy Mother's Day. No, 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 no. Listen to what I'm asking. Have you heard a man say on Mother's Day he he's having Happy Mother's Day today? Oh no. Okay, no, now I guarantee on Father's Day, now the men respect the women. I respect my queen. But then on Father's Day, just because you have some fathers and all this type of stuff fathers are, you have, you're going to have women that's going to claim Father's Day. What do y'all think about that, that women's going to claim Father's Day on Father's Day, no matter what, even no matter if it is good fathers out there? Do you think that's fair? I mean, I don't know why I'm asking y'all. I just want to know. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> well, you do go through this every year because I've read it before on your post. <laughs> but Father's Day is coming up. It's a brand new year. Y'all just said there's some great men like that back in the slave days. Some great, y'all say y'all know some great men. Nothing to just ask y'all that question. Well, I will say as of last week because I was told because I got mad because my kids didn't buy me nothing for Father's Day. And for Father's Day or Mother's Day? Well, both Mother's Day I was covered, but I felt like because I done raised so many kids, I done had to be a mother and a father. But mm, excuse said, me. No. They said, no, it's not your day, and they explained to me why. So I have to accept Father's Day is not a day I, I'm entitled to. Thank you. Hallelujah. And y'all hear that? This is on Worldwide Radio Compton Politics Talk Radio, T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Worldwide Distribution. Did y'all hear that? Now, Miss Rosalyn, what do you have to say about that? You know, I, I have never, never uh, wanted anyone to say Happy Father's Day to me because I'm not a father. Right. right. You know, the, the reason why I say that because, you know, Y'all remember, let's remember this day. It is 8.05 p.m. And I just want to remember this day because on, on, on Father's Day, I guarantee on my Facebook, Lorenzo Elvis Murphy and Lorenzo Murphy with a double H at the, and my last name and Compton Politics Murphy, I guarantee I'm going to start a conversation about this on Father's Day and just watch on how the issues of we, I'm going to have on why I'm going to say, Y'all don't have the right to take our day. So I'm just, just jotting this down on record because Father's Day is coming up, and I'm going to get prepared because it's going to be a, a nice day. So, yeah. 
back to us. Where the chief go? He's going to start us a mess. Like you said, he's going to start some mess and scatter out. Lord, 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 Lord. He ain't said nothing. He done let us talk for 35 minutes. He ain't said nothing. I always talk when I'm called, though. <laughs> when my number is called, it's just like in football. When you get down, now, you, your number's called, and you get ready. Yeah, yeah. It's like, what do you think about that? What do you think about your question? What do you think about the response you got from the question you asked? All right. Let, let me let me take it in a whole other direction. Okay. I'm going to take it to the galaxy. Uh-oh. Here we go. <clears throat> All right. Let me just say this. As being a descendant of a slave who was sold, I did have a great-great-grandfather who had uh, seven other brothers and sisters. And uh, the slave master had a had a rough financial time at the time, and he sold off all of them, all eight brothers and sisters. Sold them all off right in front of their mother and father. And and this is a history that I as um, is is direct to me. And uh, matter of fact, and, and my grandfather, great-great-grandfather, I should say, he had 25 children. And there's one surviving child now. And she's about 80-something years old. Hold on, on. <clears throat> And we just buried her brother just a couple of months ago up in Sacramento. And then I asked her, too, uh, about that, about um, her father getting sold off. And what was the reaction from the mother and the father? And they weren't allowed to have any type of a reaction whatsoever. And the two sisters that are on the phone now, and you guys have children, I mean, just try to fathom it in your mind of your children being sold right in front of you for a few dollars. And your children are being taken off and being abused by some inhumane person like that. So that's one thing that I, I want to say. But now let's let's take it to another level. This version of Roots showed the village of Jufare in a much different light than what Alex Haley showed. He showed it as a little village. They showed Jufare as a real blustering town. It was a village, but it was had over 10,000 people in this village. And Kunta was getting ready to go off and study at the university at uh, uh, Timbuktu, and I believe that's up in uh, uh, in uh, Malawi, in Maui, I think, not, not Maui. Uh, it's the next country north of of uh, where they were, and uh, I think it's Niger. And um, he was preparing to go to the university. He was a leader, and not only that they really highlighted more in this than they did in Alex Haley's film that this village, they were Muslim. And they were wearing Muslim-type garb and everything. He really focused in on that. And he was a very strong, very devout Muslim. And with this, here's a whole village of Muslims. There was no Christians, no Catholics, 
You didn't see no Jehovah Witness going around knocking on somebody's hut on the Saturday morning, none of that kind of crap. You saw a village of 10,000 Muslims. Now, fast forward when he came into this country, and this country was practicing the European version of theology. And now, and when you go forward now to 2016, you hear Donald Trump saying, we have to deport all Muslims. Now, when white folks are going to be looking at this and they're going to be saying, wait a minute, I saw Kunta Kinte the other night. These Africans that came from Africa were Muslims. So wait a minute. Are you telling me that there's about 30 or 40 million of them here floating around in this country? And what's going to happen if their conscience has been reawakened? And then they start identifying from where they came from and worshiping for what they believe and start saying, whoa, what is my real name? What tribe did I come from? Where did I really come from? Who am I? And so subconsciously they might start saying, wait a minute, that Trump is on to something. Not just looking for uh, Muhammad from Pakistan or Iraq or Iran. We better start looking at uh, all of them really Muslims. By their nature, that's what they are. So maybe we need to go into a massive deportation of everybody. Like like Trump is saying and his people are saying, we want our country back. The great American way. The great America. That's right. And they want America for the grand America. No, the grand America. I'm sorry. It's called the grand. And you know what I'm talking about. Yep. And when you know the grand name, that means you know. I know it's called the hey. Grand America. Mom. Yep. And this is what 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 Trump is really telling his, his people in coded messages. He wants to get ready. Ethnic, get ready. Ethnic cleansing for the United States of America. And yeah, Muslim is just a code for anybody who Black. is of our color. They got to go. It's a cold name. That's the code. Like you said, it's a cold name. Yep. That's why a lot of brothers turn to Muslim and change their name. That's right. Because they know. And even more, even more, even more. You know what I'm saying? Even more change their name. They they don't play that. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things that we have to all wake up to. to. I mean, um, it's going to come to the point to where they're going to make you end up picking a side, not a color. They're going to come up and ask you what side. They're going to have a, on a piece of paper. They're going to say, what side are you on? Yeah, yeah. And, and you don't have to answer. I asked Dr. Quay Koo a few weeks ago. I said, Dr. Quay Koo, what would happen if our people um, on the Sunday morning just said, look, we are going to denounce Christianity, the European version? of uh, Christianity, and we're going to go back in our own spiritual base to what we really are or were and are still are from the the rivers of our father from the from the west part of Africa. The west part of Africa is also an extension of East Africa. But we're going to go back into uh, 
uh, real deal worship, and we're going to do it the old-fashioned way, and we're going to reclaim our own, and we're going to stop worshiping false idols, false worship, uh, 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 Jesus is with uh, blue eyes and blonde hair and all this sort of stuff, this, this type of nonsense. And, and we're going to go back into real deal worship. And we're going to get back and start knowing ourselves and identifying ourselves and accept our own and start knowing ourselves and, and start changing our names into a real holy name of the creator of the planet. And so if you ask me my opinion of the root, it's, it has its, its suggestion, its subliminal suggestion. And those who see it will recognize it. And the real deal is we are an extension of those, our great-grandparents from West Africa and what they were, what they worshipped and who they really were. We are an extension of kings and queens and great, strong leaders. I mean, those boys, they came up as they they went to their manhood training and they came back strong men. And the brother Kunta Kinte went to his his house, his hut, and his mother was there and she bowed to him and and prostrated to him and apologizing for being there without even uh his consent and she had his his, his home nice and clean and prepared for him. And so this is what we have to do to end all this nonsense. 64 shot in Chicago over the weekend. We got to stop this mess with the Crips and Bloods. And the only reason why you have this sort of stuff, when you have these type of guns and, and people shooting one another, is because they've lost total knowledge of themselves. And when you start calling each other nigger, 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 whatever you call it, you have lost total knowledge of yourself. And uh, that word nigger means one lost total knowledge of himself or herself. It's, so therefore, you will put that name and that label on any other black person, and you have no problem with taking a three fifty seven Magnum and going out here and shooting anybody black. That Ernan wouldn't have done that. Then right. Mark Vesey wouldn't have done that. And so we don't have that unity. And until we get it internally from a spiritual sense and get out here like we used to do in the 70s, I know you guys all young and stuff, you, you guys may not remember the 60s and the 70s, but we refer to each other as brothers and sisters, my brother and my sister. And we really, we really meant that. And it was real unity back there in those days. But since the advent of crack cocaine in the early 80s, we've lost all that. And so this is why we don't mind shooting, robbing, stabbing, selling dope to each other and killing each other because we have, we have lost that unity, which we once had. And in, the, and in the interim, we put the Klan out of business. There's nothing for the Klan to do because we're going to work for them. And so... Okay. We just have to come back together as a people and recognize ourselves as our brothers and our sisters. Right, right, right. And I do feel that. And I just know it's going to be a big change going on. Like I said, listen to KJLH, 
they always talking about on how things have changed, and that's just that try to motivate people to let them know there, are, there has been a different shift in, in our lives. But a lot of times people don't, you know, get information out or get the information. So I know that's a shift right there for sure. And the other, uh, other times is that we have to learn how to be a little bit more open with each other. And I know that. I've been realizing that people don't want to listen to each other. Or somebody might have some news, might be brand new and fresh, and it's just hard to convince someone that something, something is going on new, something is really happening, or something is going to uh, go on, or believe in this. And it's like it's hard to convince people to get their mindset changed. And really, a lot of times that the, it's going to change. Then either nobody have their insurance or uh, uh, the backing because it happened so fast. It's like, like you said, you have to be careful because there's a plan out here that they have. I think it's just a lot of more just than who we think. You know, I think it's for three, four different sets of toxins to be gone. I think that they just, some people just want this country just for themselves. You know what I mean? Because you watch the news and see how treacherous people are out here and be like, wow, how did they do that to that person? Wow, why does that person do that? Or how does it act like that? And why does that person go in there and kill them 35 people? And it's just like, how do a person do, do that? I mean, is it that America is planning these people out there to go do these things? I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like far as when Obama leaves office, and we're going to have a new president. I mean, Obama has fixed a lot of stuff. What do anybody think it's going to look like in the next four years, after four years, and a new president come in? Do you think things are going to get back the way they used to be, worse or better? Do you think whoever's going to be president for as Hillary, do you think that she's going to be a good president for everybody, for us, for them? Does anybody have any answer to that? Ooh, that's a toughie. What was that again? That's a toughie. I can't hear you. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, because it's like Obama got set up to me, and he got really got, you ever heard anything about the Bush issues? After like the fourth year, the fifth year, there was no more nothing about the Bush he squat. He got all that squat. You know what the bigger, the biggest problem was with that? The Bush guy never went and killed the uh, the terrorists. Obama did it all. Obama must have killed at least what four or five people. Did it <laughs> silently. You know what I'm saying? On some real. Think about it. I know one thing. When he goes from being president, Obama gonna be known as the hit man because he that black man did not play. If you mess with America, they do show the whole concept with a, with a, you know what I mean. It's like they actually knew who to get to be president to get that done. And that's what I look at. I mean, that's just me looking at that like, damn, you know, dang, that guy went and killed like four major people. You know what I'm saying? But nobody, Bush let the guys go. Clinton let the guys go. Reagan let the guys go. They went and got Noriega in the 80s. That's because they were trying to cover up the, the crack era. That's the only reason why they went and got Noriega. 
and raided him and didn't kill him. They didn't, why they didn't go raid Noriega like they did Saddam Hussein? Because Noriega was over there. Because Noriega, right? Because Noriega was over there killing up everybody, and that's why I'm giving back today. Because the money I made, the money that we made in the streets of Los Angeles, that was blood money. Don't nobody even know that. That money wasn't made to go over there to supply the war to buy the guns. That money was over there to go supply to go through towns and cities and, and, and countries. They was killing women. They was killing women that was pregnant. They was chopping up little kids' heads. They was taking over over there. They was taking killing over all them little little countries over there. That's what that money was for. And when I found that, I was like, wow. I thought I was balling. I had nothing but chump change. And I had millions, but I had chump change with the money they spent over there in, in Nicaragua for the war. And it's upsetting knowing that that I sat up there and I looked at having fun, having a ball. You know what I'm saying? And all this and then the money that we were sending over there was for the a war that was they were taking over cities and towns. Mm. So we have to, you know what I'm saying? So we have to be careful on what we do. And I was a kid, I that wasn't nothing on I thought I wasn't doing, but what, 30 some 40 years later, 30 years something later, 30 years later, like, wow. You mean, because I have my wife, because my brother is married to a Panamanian. You feel what I'm saying? Then I ran into an elder Panamanian, maybe like 70 years old, and, and knew the story and told me everything. Then they was going to do a movie. And then I was going to talk to a person that lived in Panama, but there was a director of the movie that was going to do about me. She told me, she said, the reason why I want to be a part of this movie is because I lived in Panama at the time. So we have to be careful on who we really, what we do, on how we get in contact with and who we deal with. Yeah, and, and you right. know what, the question there, um, Lorenzo, somebody missed the question, what you were saying uh, about Hillary Clinton. What, what's the answer? No, they're asking you to repeat the question. Okay. I think the question was, do you think any of the two presidents can handle the job for the next four years without, you know what I mean? It's like, it's kind of like, what do you think is going to happen in the next four years when Henry Clinton be, or one of these two become president? You think you can trust any of those two as president really to be honest with you? Could you really just like say, you go to sleep and say, the world is fine. Now with Obama, I really felt comfortable. I don't know why. But I don't even, you know what I mean? But what do you feel about Hillary or Trump as president knowing? I mean, Hillary is a good person. Everybody got their little flaws. Nobody perfect. Nobody got any reason. But what do you think about one of the two as president? Do you think they're going to be able to run our country and make it better than what it is, which it is messed up, but it's better than what it is? Because if you're doing your own thing, minding your own business, your, your world should be okay. So that's my answer. That's my question. Hmm. What if there's not another president of the United States? What if Barack is the seal of the presidency of the United States? What if Barack is the what? Is the seal. That's it. I mean, 44. 44, which is eight, is a number of completions. Well... You know, they said it's going to be Obama is the last president. So is this last president going to be like dumped off? Well, maybe there's a whole new 
situation that's going to come into play. And I, I would let me just throw this one thing out there, and that you guys need to study it. And next week, you come on the show, we can talk about it. It's called Nesfera Law. Nesfera Law. Study it for this week, and we can talk about it next week. You can look it up. It's there on the internet. And it is, I don't know, you, you guys have been around for a minute. It, this this election is mighty, mighty strange and weird. Here it is, Trump going up against, what, 17 other real deal politicians who know the game of politics. He didn't know anything about politics. And he came in there and spanked him. Spanked 17 professional politicians. That's unheard of. And here it is. Now, Hillary basically ran, I guess, what, maybe one person, I think. And he was just up there for a minute just to make the name for himself. And then uh, Bernie Sanders is what you call. He's just right in between both of them. He just calls himself a socialist. And um, there's nothing really wrong with that. But here it is. You have Hillary. And plus, she has a real tainted path, too. You have a socialist. And you have a cat that's just up there faking the thought in the form of Donald Trump who has no clue of what he, he's doing out there. And, but the masses of the people are falling for it. And so this is highly, highly, highly irregular. And so what this is saying is that maybe this is all a dog and pony show, and maybe they are preparing you for something totally totally new and different. Not even if there's a here here next year. But if there's a here here next year, this could be a whole new ball game. Study Nasara Law and let's talk about it next week. Okay, okay. Y'all hear that? This is Lorenzo Ellis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, Worldwide Distribution, Film Distribution, Radio 24 Hours a Day. Get the app on your phone. Get the app on your computer. Monday through Friday, we have radio shows every night at 7.30. You know what I'm saying? You will love the shows, different levels of shows, different types of radio hosts male and female, kings and queens of the Nile. You feel me? These people are very well educated. They're very well-rounded. They bring a lot of great information. Uh, next week's show will be Silky D. She's going to be put um, in the New York, what is it, the Hip Hop Hall of Fame for the First Lady DJ. She was uh, the First Lady DJ with Uncle Sam, Uncle Jam's Army. You know, back in the day, uh, she actually was the first lady producer to ever do a first 
40-man production ever, because there's never been a woman really doing like a 40-man real production. She was the first woman to ever do that. Um, she's going to be on next week. I have a lot of great shows coming up. You know, I have a calendar. I'm so happy. I have a calendar of, uh, oh, man, I just have a great calendar coming up. And um, like I said, it's come from politics, T25CL.com. We're going to talk about different things about the root situation. My boy, I don't know what happened, but top dog, you know, sometimes, hey, it's like this. That's why you got to keep your things going and be able to improvise, you know. Don't give up just believing what you do. You know, if you just do it unconditionally and no matter who's on your show. You just do a radio talk show. That's why it's called Content Politics Talk Radio because, you know, we're just here to talk. But I'm hoping that you understand the things that we do talk about. There, there There's a meaning to it. Uh, we don't mean no harm to nobody out there in society. We just keep it real on Compton Politics, talk radio, um, because this is the Internet. And, uh, I, oh, my God, I, you know what? I forgot my, my, my people. I forgot to give it up to our boy, Muhammad Ali. As you know, we got to give it up to our boy, Muhammad Ali, and that he is the greatest. You know what I mean? We're losing a lot of great people for some reason. There must going to be a lot of new great ones coming, and I hope I'm one of them. I hope Rosalind one. I hope Michelle one of them. I hope Andre one. I'm, you feel what I'm saying? Like they say, when a baby, when when somebody passes, a baby is born. There's just so many great people leaving, so that means there's a lot of new great people coming. And it's like that sign they say, "Who's next?" I'm trying to be one. I'm trying to be one of them great people. I'm trying to be like like them, you know, not to say I want to be just this celebrity type of guy, but I would love to go out, you know, with people loving me like that, respecting me like that. You know, um, one of um, Muhammad Ali's daughters is one of my best friends, May May Ali. She's a real good friend of mine. I mean, we sit up, chop it up, be laughing, talking, and we even gave a um, a Jack Dem- no, a Dempsey and an Ali family backyard picnic. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very close to the family through the daughter, the baby daughter, and her name is May May. Um, and you know, hey, my condolences. Huh? You had her on your show one time, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. You know, you know, we and her is game tight. You know, we cool. You know, and it's good to have friends like that. You know, I feel cool. sad for her. You know what I mean? Uh, her father was a great man, known all over the world. You feel what I mean? He was a historian. He stood up for the rights of not just himself, but everybody. Every every man that does not believe in what was going on at the time, just like right now. We have to believe just like just like um, Muhammad Ali did. You know, he stood up for things. He stood up for himself. He didn't go for the shenanigans. He didn't care what they said about him. So we all, as as men and women, need to be able to stand up for what's right. You know, um, I just had a message from Jack Dempsey. Hold on just a moment. Let me see. Okay, you said, uh, but I did finally connect with May May today. So, you know, May May being, you know, and, you know, she just said it's hard to deal and talk to people right now. You know what I'm saying? I deal with her father's burial. They just landed in Louisville, Kentucky today. I talk to her when she get done, you know, when they get done. So I'm not even, even trying to go through all this extra red tip. I wait till after the funeral, and I can call. I wish I could get some money raised to go out there to the funeral myself. You feel me? I think a corporation sponsors somebody to go out there to represent something. You feel me? 
just, you know, say a prayer for that. You know, look out. Anything is possible. You got to say it so it can be done. If you can't say it, you can't do it. I do believe in that. Um, what else can I say? I don't know if I'm going to go ahead and cut it short. I don't know if I'm boring people on the line or what or whatever, but, you know, this is Comfort Politics. For Renzo Elvis Murphy, this is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Um, there was something else that was that was going on out here. Yeah, Hillary was at Lamert Park today. I think that would have been pretty interesting going to. But um, I didn't make it there, you know, because I felt there was going to be traffic. It was going to be terrible. And you know how that traffic is in Los Angeles. You just can't get through nowhere. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, cut this radio show short tonight. And I just want to thank everybody for calling in tonight, hanging there in there with me. I have shows for the next almost six weeks. Um, mm-hmm. All information out there for you. We'll yeah. get all that yeah. information out there for you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and um, you know, my mother's there trying to bring me some water. Keep forgetting I'm on a radio show. But uh, oh, uh, hey, mom, said hello. Bring me. Oh so, yeah, they said hello to you. Yeah, it's good to have your own internet radio station. You can record and talk about it. I can be on the airplane in a helicopter. I can be in the bathroom having a radio show. But you know. <laughs> Excuse me, for I have to, you know, hey, hey, hey. Captain <laughs> Politics, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Uh, you have any last words? Anybody have any last words for the day? Uh, let's give it up to the Roots people and everybody acknowledging the Roots on a good, positive way because some people have put some bad stuff out about it. And, you know, you got to read between the lines. You know, you got to understand that sometimes it's good, like, like Michelle said, like I was asleep for a while. I forgot all about that. Then, you know, you got to look at what's all going on, how they're shooting African-American men and how things are going on, how just how laws and change for everybody, you know what I mean? We can't fight against that. It's already written down. That was all going to happen. It's going to happen. you got to just be able to live, to get to the age, to see the righteousness of what goes on in your own life. I feel that you, like I said, all these legends is passing on. But it don't mean you have to be a person that's a musician or a boxer or uh, somebody that did something in a movie. You can be a person that just lived a good life, treated people right, made right choices. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just ending your life on a positive level, and that's what's important. Is It's not what you start. It's how you end it. It's how you finish it. So no matter what's in the middle or at the beginning, get yourself together at the end if you have opportunity, if you have a chance. The reason why I'm speaking on that, because it's so important that you can be able to go out like some of these people that have been passed going out. Like tomorrow is Prince's birthday. So you already know he done passed away, didn't have parties for him. Now he have a birthday tomorrow. So you just got to think about what type of legacies these people are leaving. I mean, the story about Prince, he wasn't just a musician. This dude helped so many people on a day-to-day basis. They say this dude helped so many people on a day-to-day basis that he didn't want to tell nobody. He didn't nobody even know. You know what I'm saying? So just like uh, uh, YG. You know, YG was on the news the other day, and he was just like, man, they don't never say what I'm doing for all these people. They don't never say how I help these kids and what I'm doing. So we don't never know who's going to be the next greatest. 
the person next to you next door might be the next greatest. The little kid that you run to that might say something, I don't know, might be the next greatest. We never know. But we all have great in us, and I just want to just lay that on everybody. Don't be afraid to go to the next level because there's just so many dynamic things going on right now in society. You know what I'm saying? Believe in yourself. Trust your choice. And don't go to Nike to go get no Kodak film because that is the wrong address. <laughs> I'll be signing out. This is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. Um, sorry for my tardiness with my guest tonight, but I'm so happy that I have a strong family that believe in the show that supports me and, you know, just ready to just jump off the, no, don't jump off the cliff with me, but, you know, go to the cliff with me and watch me jump, and that's wonderful too. But just make sure you have a bungee rope so I can jump right back up and leave with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, though. That's right. All right. So I just want to thank you. I just come to politics, five, four, three, two, one, Compton, politics. Uh, Thank you.